Uh, which is the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, but there's an issue that Papa, I think, we were discussing last week. Papa brought, that, uh, brought up that issue. Um, um, it was, um, you know, we're looking at how, how this thing that um, maybe the message of the kingdom or, t or what the Lord is you know, showing us here or what we are seeing here. So we are looking at how we can, you know, how we can use that the same message to build a community. How every one of us, um, how we can actually, you know, come to the place of strength. And, um, you know, because uh, looking at, looking at, um, um, the way the system, this um, the system of the war is going, and um, one of the things we found that is that, um, just like uh, Paul said in Ephesians chapter four, he said the reason for the fight food ministry um, is for the children of God not to remain babies, not to remain a baby, or to remain babies where. Um, where there will be to so and fro by every wind of doctrine. Because there are every wind of doctrine. There are all kind of things. There are all kind of um, um, wind. Those wind that they think they call doctrine also, they are wind that, um, you know, um, is making the children of God not to be stable. So, but we are, and um, the people began to talk about that. How can we? Most especially that is coming to this place, uh, coming here every Monday, um, fellowshipping together, how we can, you know, uh, build a kind of a team, you know, where every one of us, every one of us can be seeing the same thing. Because one of the issues he brought is that um, he said he knew that uh, most of us are coming from different backgrounds. Most of us are coming from different backgrounds, and there are many things um, that um, that we've learned over the years. And um, you know, but how we can, you know, um, 
based on what uh, the light that God is showing us or maybe the message of the kingdom um, that's been taught here, how, how collectively, you know, every one of us can be able to see um, the same thing. And he, he talks about the issue of temptation. Uh, one of the things that um, he talked about, uh, even Pastor Donald equally make emphasis on that, um, is the issue of um, money. The issue of money. And I think one of the Pastor Donald began to um, you know, talk about is the issue of um, money. That um, there are many people that they begun well, you know, they started this message, they started this, but along the line, they derail because of money. So, and, um, you know, Paul talks about, um, I think that's in First Timothy 6, talking about, uh, that was instruction was given to a man of God, that the man of God should flee. A man of God, that the love of money, um, that anyone that desires to be rich, in this world, which actually pierces so, that love of money is the beginning of evil. I mean, the root of all evil. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. So, um, so he, he brought up that um, that um, issue of money. And um, one of the emphasis, I think what Pastor Clever make an input, that one of the um, things Pastor Clever equally said, I think I remember, I think the few, some few things he said, we're talking about um, in, that one, in one way or the other, every one of us have been deceived in one way or the other, that um, uh, it, takes, it takes the truth. It's that it should take the truth, not, not the truth in our lives, but the truth in our heart. I think it was... Um, um, Psalm 15 that talks about that desire, the truth from me now. Abi, no one so. Psalm 15, Abi, 51. I think that somewhere also Psalm 15 talks about something like that. Uh, something about truth, truth. Um, it talks about the inward part. Yeah, uh, yeah, inward part. Praise God. So it takes the revelation of truth in the heart of a man for. For a man to actually, um, um, for a man to actually overcome certain deception in this world. So when the truth is not, when the truth is not in the heart, um, most of the things that we'll be saying with our mouth, why our heart is saying something else, and that's been um, the greatest challenges uh, when it has to do with our work with God. God wants us. Jesus said that. Um, um, they call me, you say, you call me Lord, Lord, Lord from your lips, but your heart is very, very far away. Uh, so we looked at many issues, we looked at many um, issues, um, I think last last week. Um, we're going to connect it to, um, you know, the what the thing we've been looking at, um, which is um, the revelation of Jesus Christ. So, but... I would like us to make um, to further make I mean, to further make input or suggestion or counsel or you know you know contributions and um, maybe um, instructions understanding as God we as God we 
um, you know, help us um, this morning. Um, like one of the things I said last week is that of late, one of the things that God um, began to, you know, shine in my heart or begin to put in my heart is, um, you know, there are many definitions of life that we have here that is not according to light, that is not according to God's own definition. That's not a God, God, God's own definition. And, um, you know, it takes, like what Pastor Clever said yesterday, it actually takes the truth. Like, when Jesus said, you shall know the truth, um, the truth, that the freedom is not something outside of us. The freedom is the previous belief or something we have been holding previously that we don't even know. There are many things that we don't even know. Like I was sharing in church yesterday, somebody asked a, a question, why is it that uh, maybe someone we maybe someone hears something and um, when it has to do with the practice, uh, you know, living, living out that life, um, it's difficult for the person to live out that life. And um, I talk about the issue of hearing. And then uh, one of my replies is that um, when you look at the scripture, when the scripture talks about you shall know the truth, um, it's not just talking about the, the information of truth. He's talking about the truth that actually appear in your heart. It's a knowing. Uh, so you can't know something and behave otherwise. It's not possible. But you can be informed about something, but in your heart, something else is there. Do you understand? So that's why you see people can, you know, we talked about yes last week also that people can say something and their life is not consistent with what they are saying. Because the, what they are saying have not become a knowing in their heart. So when you talk about knowing, you are talking about a nature that actually appeared. So you can't live contrary. You, are, you can't live contrary. But we understand that there is a place, um, there is um, somewhere in the book of Psalm 25, when uh, Psalmist was talking about, that will show me, as he show me the way, show me your ways, your way, and teach me your path. Do you understand? Uh -huh. So, um, definitely, there has to be, there has to be, um, there has to be um, a place of knowing the way first. You know, that's what the teaching does, understanding, you know, when God is bringing thought to us, you know, showing us, showing us the way, that this is the way. You know, they ask Jesus, um, I think um, they asked him, he said, well, show us the Father. Show us the Father and show us the way to the Father. He said, I am that way. I am that truth. Then I am the life. Amen. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. So, without the way. We don't even know where we are headed. And that's what have happened in the church today. That uh, based on my little understanding um, in the scripture, God have no two agenda. God only have one agenda. And that agenda of God 
is the son of God. God have no any two, there's no two agenda. So what everything that from Genesis, that agenda have not changed. Let's make man after our image and after our likeness. So the journey of the Bible is to bring man to that end. And that's what Jesus Christ came to demonstrate. So, but you see today, there are many definitions that, um, there are many definitions that um, we have that is not consistent with the truth. Um, so, uh, many, 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 many definitions of life, you know. Um, so, I believe that our labor as pastors, as ministers, like Paul told Timothy, he said, take it to this word. He said that, um, he said, by so doing, you will do what? Save yourself. And they also, that we hear you, or those that are with you. uh uh-huh. So, because I discovered that um, uh, what truth does is to, there are certain things God is, there are certain things I'm seeing in the scripture that are not in agreement with my heart. So, I'm seeing the truth, but the reality in my heart is not consistent with it. Do you understand? And it takes the way for you to see that. When God began to show the way, you have to see that there is only one way. And so we have to see that way. Say the path of the righteous is like the shining light that shine, And it's also, there is also a way that seemed what? Right unto a man. But that end will not lead to life. Will not lead to life. Uh, so um, I remember Kenetegin, Papa, um, um, later Kene, our father Kenetegin. I remember the, um, um, you know, for he was praying Ephesians chapter 1 for six months consistently. He was praying Ephesians chapter 1. My eyes of understanding be lighting. You know, Pastor David prayed that this morning. He was talking about that um, God, God wants us to inherit him. Our inheritance is God. But we can't come to that inheritance without our eyes of understanding being enlightened. The answer, so, Baba Egin prayed that prayer for six months. And after this month, one of, the, one of his response is that, what have I been preaching since? That's one thing he says. What have I been preaching? Me that he has been preaching, he has been ministering and saying something. But when his eye began to open to the truth, he began to ask himself, so all this why, what have I been preaching? I remember that I think, if I'm wrong, when Vicky is here, I remember, um, I think you told us one story, one certain time that, that was, you know, those days, um, one thing about Reverend Reverend Vicky is that anywhere he find the truth, if, if you are around him, you must you must come and hear it. Amen. You it does you it definitely you must it definitely, you know, he will compare you, convince you to come and hear what he's hearing. So you are going to be able to judge also. So I remember the. Um, there was a man that he was telling for, I think he was trying to invite the man for a meeting and uh, calling and calling. Then after a while, the man have to, the minister have to, you know, send him a told him, um, and he showed him that text message or something like that, that I've healed the sick, miracle, all testimony and all of that. And um, he said, so God is with me. So why are you telling me 
The truth is that those who don't read the Bible, because if you read, if you read, if you have come across when Jesus said, Lord, Lord, it's not those that do miracle in my name, they do that in my name, but the, the subject of that thought is the life of God, the fruit is not there. Meaning that you are doing miracle in the name of God, but the fruit you are bringing forth is not of God. So it means that you can do something in the name of God, then you are not living the life of God. So that will not be your standard. Do you understand? That will not be your standard. Because one thing I discovered about truth is that anytime truth is exposed to you, what is showing you is the standard of God. It's showing you the reason why you should run to God, why you should go, come more closer to God. It's showing you your inabilities. Do you understand? Uh-huh. So anointing cannot hide that one. Do you understand? We know that you know, anointing is that you may be under anointing, saying some things, God is using you based on office, but God wants us to go beyond anointing. God wants us to do ministry by nature. Jesus, that's the way Jesus lived. The, all the miracle and everything Jesus did, Jesus did it by nature, by knowing God. He was working with God. It wasn't something he was doing because of an office or because of the anointing was on him to do that. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So this morning, by the grace of God, so um, let's have our um, contributions um, based on what um, we're looking at last week. How, how can we really how can we really drive this truth? The one of the things that um, I remembered one one the um, I think Papa have said this story several times here. I think it happened somewhere. I think in Ajegule, where um, he went to visit a ministry and uh, got into that place. The man known what he stand for, and the man has been around, you know, teaching of truth and all of that. So immediately he saw them. Um, he changed the message. So the Isaiah was so happy, was so excited, I think, that this guy, I think he's teaching the truth and all of that. So, but after going, he said, let me take the tip. So, got him home, related to his wife, to his wife, and said, okay, well, you know, he was so excited about the meeting and all of that. So, when, when the wife started listening to the message, <laughs> oh, God, uh, praise God, Hallelujah. It was the beginning was something else. So I wonder how a man I wonder how a man um I wonder how a man will know what is truth and um he would he will be teaching something else. So the same thing happened to us also uh, maybe coming to this place hearing these things, I believe that if there are things you don't understand, and I think it was Pastor um, Dona that really mentioned that. Pastor Dona talked about, um, um, you know, as a minister, we should humble ourselves to learn. So if there are things you don't understand, if there are things you don't know, um, that's why we are there for one another. We are there for one another. So whether you can be able to either meet your brother you know, for proper understanding. 
Do you answer? So if there are things you don't understand, things you don't know, you can maybe after the meeting or in the meeting, you can throw it open. Or if you see one further fellowship, you know, there are brethren you can meet, you know, to, you know, to continue fellowship. So whereby we, the heart can be able to come to the place of truth. So we'll not just, um, we'll not just waste our time on the earth. Because anything, any investment you made here on the earth, without investment of eternal life is a waste. You can never speak in eternity. So we can be able to understand that we'll probably say that in all you're getting, make sure you get understanding. So there are things that, yes, we do here. There are things we do here. There are things that are necessary. But it will not, um, I believe God will judge us. God will never judge a man that, um, a man that is ignorant. Do you understand? Uh-huh. So, God will judge us based on the level of truth or maybe the truth that he has exposed to us. So if you are hearing the word of God and you know that what you are hearing um, is the truth and you, you will leave this place and begin to teach something else. Do you understand? Um, I think nobody will believe that when we talk about the unity of the faith, it's not, um, it's not uh, Pastor Clever coming to my meeting every time or me going to his meeting. But the unity of faith has to do with what we stand for. Do you understand? What we stand for. Do you understand? That's what we, because he said, if we check that Ephesians 4, he said the reason for the fight food ministry, the reason for pastor, teachers, evangelists, prophet, is to build the saint. I now say, both include the pastor and evangelist, everyone will come into the unity of the faith. Every one of us will come into the unity of the faith. And, you know, what, what divides us is actually religion, nothing else. Yes, that's exactly what divides us. Uh, so, but if our focus is one thing, we may be seen in different, um, at different angles, but the, our focus is one, one place. For instance, coming to this place now, most of us may not take the same route. Some people may, some people may come from Ojota, where some people may come from... Um, was this place? Um, you know, some may come from here, some may come from this place. I don't, I can't remember the name of this place, but we will not be. But our destination is this place. Do you understand? Uh-huh. So we see, we see in different angles. So your your brother have a portion. You have a portion. I have a portion. This one have a portion. That's what makes the whole body. That's what Paul was talking about in Corinthians twelve. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, um, so uh, let's um, contribute. You know, I wonder, you want to say something? Okay, Mike. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Uh, last week, uh, the meeting began by uh, the question that was raised by Papa on, I'll just put it in this way, uh, the why and then the how. Uh, the why in the sense that he began by raising some body in his heart on the reason why God has brought us together, whether we are really making progress and our gathering together, uh, or our gathering together, has it become a mere religious gathering where we just gather religiously and then go back religiously? 
And then he further buttressed it on how do we really make progress in our reason uh, of being together uh, in this uh, forum. And one of the things that was being raised uh, was personality that raised it was on the aspect of we having the message, uh, but it's void of the structure. Uh, we have the mess. We having the message, but the structure uh, not being there, and we know the danger of uh, in a human body. Uh, the the aspect of the skeletal uh, structures of the human body, uh, what it does to the human body, and the, the danger of you know building a house that has no pillars upon which it stands. So, and, and uh, when he began to talk, I personally was talking, one of the things that came into my heart was uh, a Pastor Uchi uh, just mentioned it, the place of the unity of the faith. You know, Jesus prayed a prayer uh, when, and that was the last prayer in John chapter 17, that the people that God has given him that they uh, may be one, even as he's one with the Father. So we see that this structure that we are talking about, like Pastor Dan Ladi said, is a structure of the heart. Is our heart, you know, coming together, heart to heart, you know? Uh, it's not just we gathering together physically, but our heart connecting to uh, one another. And this is a strong principle of the kingdom, uh, the principle of uh, oneness, the principle of unity, the principle of love. Uh, that when you look at the Godhead, that one of the things we discover in the Godhead is the ability to be one and have different functionalities, and yet uh, it's a let us make man in our, in our image after our likeness and then let them have dominion. So when we look at the operations that is in the God, we can see the aspect of this principle being put in place. That even God to make progress within the Godhead, you can see the principle of, of uh, united faith. You can see the principle of, of oneness and the oppression of God. So, if we can see the principle of oneness in the oppression and in the oppression of God, let us. And when we also look at the prayer Jesus taught disciples, you can also see where those structures are built. Our Father. You can't see the word I or me. You can see a structure that was built around the prayers our Father, who at hallowed be that in thy kingdom, give us our deliberate. Forgive us. So we see that if we can really make progress and bring in the structure, then we'll begin to pay attention among ourselves. You know, one of the things that, that wisdom that David displayed when they, he came to Hebron, he began to display the, the the, one of the aspects of the kingdom where 
he began to build teamwork and networking. And because that is the strength that he needs to further the journey. Because the strength of the kingdom lies in the unity. And the betting of any dispensation lies in the unity. And that's the, 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 the proof of maturity in a certain stage. And that's how Pentecost was betted. Because there were one accord and in one place. And that's what betted season of the Pentecost. And so if God helping us, we mind our heart and they pay attention to our hearts. You know, one of the things that Daladay said is, is there love among us? So this is, a, a, it might not be a, some very big, like a big river, but these are little, little, little stuffs that when we begin to pay attention, uh, uh, pay attention to them, then we can further make progress on the why our gathering. Take that as my list. Okay. Hallelujah. Praise God. I think uh, one of the one of the uh, points you made um, is the issue of self. Um, I think Pastor Dana Diwali uh, made mention of that last week. Um, the the issue the issue of self um, is a very strong thing. It's a very 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 strong thing, and it's something that um, um, what will not allow the program of God, the agenda of God to prosper is actually self, nothing else than self. Um, like um, Paul said, you should consider your brother than yourself. Um, it takes a man, uh, like I think one of our summary last week is that without death, without dying to that self, this will not be possible. Uh, without dying to the self, that can never, never be possible. One of the things that Pastor Moses Wally said that last week that um, stood out for me so strongly that um, he's, uh, he talks about that man doesn't know himself. There are things that man is carrying that man doesn't even know that those things is actually there. Um, that's why that first John say, if you say you have no sin, he said you lie. Uh, that word, I don't, I don't believe that that was that word is saying, maybe lie as in it's okay. I'm lying. It means one of the things he said because of the truth is not there. You have not received the truth. Because when the truth is there, you will not stay in deception. Because it's actually a deception to feel that you are okay, you are all right, you are in deception. But when truth is there, the freedom that truth will bring to you is to see the state of your heart. You know, knowing that is sin. Sin is a problem, nothing else. And um, like I said last week, that the subject of sin um, have not been proper, um, um, you know, understood with, uh, when it has to do with the church. You know, that see understanding we had when it has to do with sin. But sin is actually a life. It's a life. Um, it's a life that has fruit. It's a life. That's why Paul said that um, Romans chapter 6. You know, most people preach, um, um, you know, one save, save forever and all of that. You know, um, if you really check um, what Paul, uh, Paul uh, by, the, by the level of truth that Paul, uh, you know, brought in the scripture, you will understand because he said we are saved by grace. And in chapter 6, um, he began to talk about 
um, he said, if you continue in sin, he began to talk about, um, he said, whosoever you submit yourself to, you will become a servant to, either righteousness or sin. Dios has uh, righteousness unto holiness and sin. He said, you can't, grace can't continue. And it was equally, I think, entitled, he talk about the grace of God, that um, the grace of God have appeared to all men, the grace that brought salvation. That grace is also a teacher. So he said, you can't continue in grace. If, if you, you can't continue in, if you continue, I don't believe it. He said, you can't continue in sin and grace about. Do you understand? And so you can't go. So the, the subject of the subject of sin is not um, so when we like in the book of um, 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 book of Psalm, he said he said we're talking about the meek, he will guide in judgment. He said the meek he will guide in and he, the sin the sinners also he will cheat his way. So that sin as there is not talking about unbelievers. And the scripture was not written for unbelievers. Do you understand? It just 